Welcome to our new podcast called Rigasodes or Rigasodes, Memories of Tony, the Adventures of Latchkey Kid. In this episode one, we're ju- I just want to put the disclaimer that podcasts and future podcasts will be uncutted, unedited, all pure Tony. Uh, these will be stories about Tony's life, but we're going to start talking about how Tony got nicknamed Rigasodes or Rigas. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, well, the adventures of the latchkey kid start off with, uh, you know, it goes back to uh, the 60s. And um, growing up in the 70s and uh, graduating high school and going on with life in the 80s. um, You know, Rodriguez is my name, but uh, somehow it was... uh, personified uh, because of my characteristics of my personality and 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 some of the circumstances that happened to me were just kind of well that's just the way Regus is that's just the way Regus goes that's Rodriguez <laughs> <laughs> what what do you mean when what's the Regus come from why why would someone call you Regus well that it, it ended up becoming its own personalized uh, caricature of myself, uh, classified and and defined by my friends because of the 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 chaos and stupid that uh, sometimes would uh, uh, be the cause and effect of uh, you know a poor decision. What kind of poor decisions were you making? Oh, you know, it's a PG show, so <laughs> you know we're we're, <laughs> we're looking at uh, you know sex and drugs and rock and roll, you know. That's, but not in that order. Uh, no, not necessarily. That's uh, probably the way I would have wanted it to be. But it was more like rock and roll, and uh, then drugs and maybe a little sex somewhere. <laughs> you were saying some time ago that they were calling you Rigasodes, and then it was shortened to Rigas. But what? Why'd they call you Rigasodes at first? It wasn't really Rigasodes. Rigasodes came to be because there were like epic chapters of my my uh, my character. So it, it was never Rigasodes, but uh, it later on, as uh, as I got into my late twenties and early thirties, uh, we look back at these uh, these stories and we say, "Oh well, this was another Rigasode." So it was really, I was never around in the beginning, back in the beginning of high school. That's where we all got together, Jeff, Danny, Rob, and John and I. John and I had been friends for a whole lot longer. But, uh, you know, when we got into high school, it was more like, uh, um, you know, we kind of became part of a, part of a community finally from the time when we were in grade school there was a lot of different grade schools that meld into junior high and a lot of different junior highs go to different high schools in the area and there were uh, certain uh, certainly a, a bunch of different um, 
groups of kids in in different parts of our bedroom communities there in the Silicon Valley. So give me an example of your of the first rigasode that you would like to share. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't need to really go back too f- much further than where uh, where the hill gang uh, kind of meets the the apartment uh, village gang, uh, and, and they weren't gangs. They're just kids growing up in the neighborhood, you know, playing kick the can and hide and go seek on a hot summer day or closer to evening into the dusk hours where we could, uh, you know, be kids and do, do stupid things like, uh, you know, get introduced to older kids that were doing things they shouldn't be doing. Like smoking weed and other things like that, but we really didn't get really too much involved in that until closer to being out of high school. But there were some poor decisions that were made, of course. So that's where Regisodes come comes to play. Regis gets identified as a Regis because this is a kid that was this is a kid that's contagiously fun to be around. He's got a lot of energy. He he tells stories and and, and he's pretty athletic too. I mean, not like an alpha uh, in an alpha sort of a way, but at some point there was some alpha moments. There was rock climbing. There was cross country. There running and 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 bouncing in between. Uh, growing up with mentor that ended up being a very influential. Uh, character and all of the groups that were going to that school, uh, you know, the different areas of the small community. Everyone knew somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody, <laughs> right? Like uh, the three degrees of bacon. Yeah. Right? So you tell stories about that your mom thought you were shy. What did she do? Or it was more like your dad, right? Who... Oh, I was deathly, I was just, I freaked out when dad would take me to the YMCA there, uh, the YMCA camp at Stonestown in 1970, 71, and uh, uh, there was this place called the Bar 49 Ranch that it was a... uh, Oh, I, I guess we could go back to really what what that it was an experiment, kind of like the uh, the psychological experiments that were written about back in the seventies and fifties, and they go uh, that the Stanford experiment. This was a little bit more like uh, your shy hippie kid goes to camp and uh, you know comes back uh, with a little bit of carnal knowledge, right? What? How old were you? Eight, nine? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I, yeah, you know, we. That was just something that was started to get me out of my shell because I really didn't, uh, you know, have any siblings except for a stepbrother that was quite a bit older than me. So, it was easy to, to get him out of out of their hair for the summer and send them to the Bar 49 Ranch up there uh, in uh, St. Helena, California. And that was a uh, that was something that I even my mom 
bouncing between the, the dad's house and mom's house uh, from third grade into seventh and eighth grade. That was something that was a uh, uh, usually a, at least four weeks out of, out of the summer uh, or longer. Usually it ended up uh, uh, going right into uh, the school year, right, you know. Coming home and uh, having a weekend left to get ready to get your head back wrapped around school. How were you uh, academic academically? Were you a good student? Were you a bad student? Were you a class clown? What were you in grade school? I, I think in grade school, I was a little bit more of a uh, astute, quiet kid that did his homework and went home and watched the Flintstones and the Brady Bunch and got ready for my mom to get home and cook dinner and get up and do it again. You were home alone? All the time. Home alone, expected to get home, get my homework done. Uh, Fifth, sixth, seventh grade, yeah, yeah. Eighth grade. Can't do that now. No, Times times have changed. To get social services called on you for leaving your kid alone. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's where the latchkey kid comes from. You know, your parents give you a key, and pretty much you get home, lock the door behind you, don't let anybody in. Uh, yeah, I weren't allowed to really have anybody over, except when we lived in the apartment. There was a lot of other apartment kids. Uh, so um, it it was easy to to have some after school fun with the kids in the apartment complex because gee whiz they're they're, they're I mean I can name all the kids in my head right now I mean there was there there, there was the uh, Mackles kids there was the Versa kid there was uh, the Huckle forget his last name but Gary and and there was me, and then there was uh, Wade and Scott and Steve and Terry and the other kids, the littler kids. And then there was another bunch of littler kids that weren't really, you know. But in, in a in a fifteen uh, unit complex, there there was a lot of kids, and there were a lot of different complexes around the village. There, there's at least 10 apartment or 15 apartment buildings just on that one street and it curves around and, and goes up into another curve that has another 15 to 20 different apartment buildings with more children more people to play with now you went to um, a catholic school when you were grade school correct oh so yeah let's talk about that yeah that was my first experience with uh, with uh, my ADHD OCD kicking in there. First grade, six years old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, going to a Catholic school. Uh, being pretty excitable. Wanting to get a lot of attention. Not really known as a class clown, but just somebody with a lot of energy and wants to play some more dodgeball, kickball, handball tetherball whatever whatever was going on that I can get involved in playing and get your groove on in that whatever 15 or 20 minute recess was I just couldn't calm my stuff down on the you know sitting in 
uh, after playing 20 minutes of uh, out on the play yard, you know. Now, how do they control you? Well, being in a parochial school, you know, you you have your uniform, you you have your, uh, you know, your little black and white uh, theme with the red sweater and, uh, you know, you get packed your lunch, which, you know, maybe maybe that's where it all started with uh, the fact that I hated my bologna sandwiches and just go right for the Twinkie for dessert, you know. Oh, it's the uh, sugar. The the Twinkie. Uh, yeah, but it's Twinkie syndrome. That's <laughs> that's what exactly what happened, and and so therefore, you know, uh, you know, Anthony, can you please uh, quiet it down over there? You know, hey, recess is over. We got to get focused into you know learning how to read and 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 do arithmetic and stuff like that. And at some point, you know, I I started getting sent to the office, but that just didn't seem to detour me much because my mom would pick me up and she wouldn't take me home and beat me. Yeah. She was actually a little bit disturbed that she'd have to pick me up at the office because I, you know, it was supposed to be known to her that I was misbehaving, but uh, you know, uh then they started slapping me with the ruler on the hand and that didn't seem to do too much. It didn't really hurt all that much. And uh, and then they started pulling my hair to get me to shut up. Hey, you know, Sister Mary Elephant type of thing, you know, going to Cheech and Chong sort of a, <laughs> sort of a, you know, class. And so it was, it, it wasn't really too much going on. I wasn't the only one making noise, but I was always the one that was pointed out, you know, so I had my hair pulled or so I, I got this brave idea one day on a hot spring day. I, I said, Hey mom, it's time for a haircut. She's like, okay. So we went and get a haircut and I said, yeah, let's, let's take it down and get it ducky. Well, what do you mean? That's really short, Tony. You don't usually like your hair that short. And I said, yeah, but I don't like my hair getting pulled either. So uh, she got it. She said, oh, I see. I understand. Okay. So we'll go ahead and we'll we'll uh, we'll get get it all nice and uh, prim and proper and and tight. And uh, so the next day I'm in class and. Uh, you know, I'm talking to one of my classmates and the sister comes up and she pulls my ear and I said, oh my God, you B. So I called her a B, yeah, you know, the four letter type. And I ended up in the office waiting for my mother again. And uh, uh, we didn't really have a choice. Uh, my mom said, well, if you'd stop pulling his hair and hitting him with rulers... Uh, maybe he wouldn't have called you that. Well, maybe it's a reflection of what's going on at home there. So uh, we don't want you back. Well, that's fine. I'm taking my son out of this place. Well, you don't really have a choice. So I ended up, boom, in Washington Elementary in Redwood City at that time. And I ended up, uh, you know, <laughs> and it and it starts. And you were around regular kids now. Around regular kids, and boy, that's... That's really cool. Yeah, free schooling is the best. I I think so. Public public school didn't do me any wrong, except uh, I kept having these dreams that I could breathe underwater and I could fly. So uh, you need to get your dreams analyzed. 
And so what I did was uh, <laughs> I told the kids one day, said, I, at recess, I'm going to fly. And they all laughed at me and they said, okay, well, we can't wait to see it. So I got up on top of the the highest bar, you know, one of those little pyramid monkey bar situations, you know, like a cage type of thing where you climb all around. I don't know. It had to at least be seven or eight feet high. So I jumped off of that thing expecting to fly, and guess what? Gravity took its course. And I, I landed right on my ankle, and I bruised it really badly, and and, and uh, I, I had to have my grandmother pick me up from school that day, and and they 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 kind of pointed out that well this kid might have some problems and uh you know my mom assured them you know i only lived down the street so i could walk home in first grade and and actually get home uh if the if i could find the the hidden key right so yeah so your grandmother came and got you after you busted up your ankle yeah and I was told that I really shouldn't be telling kids that I could fly. Would you on LSD or something like that? Well, that that comes later on, but that those are definite, you know, stories that aren't really worth gratifying. Didn't you meet Danny in grade school days? Or John? I met John after going to, uh, after, yeah, you know, I kind of... I went from Redwood City, and and I guess my dad was uh, okay. You know, the kid needs to be with his dad, so I was living with my mom and stepfather, and I ended up going up and living with my 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 dad and my stepmother. And uh, there's there's a there's a little twist to that story too, because uh, evidently my mom married my dad's ex, my dad's wife's ex-husband and so yeah it gets quite interesting uh, as a little kid you're sitting there at the breakfast table talking to your stepbrother and you're like well wait a minute your dad's married to my mom and my mom's married to your dad so that makes you my whole brother <laughs> right half and half yeah. yeah no it takes half of him and half of you to make a full brother well at that point i'm like yeah i'm sitting here eating breakfast with this kid so he's old He's old as far as I'm concerned. He's at least 10 years older than me, almost eight, nine years older than me. He's in high school, right? Mm. He's driving. <laughs> wow. Driving. Right. I'm in third grade, hanging out with him, driving. There you go. Another adult in my life. Well, now we're going to wrap. This is the wrap up of the episode one. Thanks, Tony, for taking the time out of your day to talk about your grade school years. There'll probably be more. So until next time. <laughs>